0: Alright
1: will a right,
0: uh, roo i a roo I've had the same Carly Rae Jet song stuck in my head for like two weeks. What one?
1: Uh, I think it's called "LA Hallucinations."
0: Wow. Beep, beep, be de 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 yeah, that's yeah, it's a good one.
1: I was listening to Jeppe, Jeff she's last great. Night. Uh,
0: you I know, know that I've only been listening to one band and one band alone for last <laughs> month evan has been bumping Jethro Tull. Jethro Tull, everybody. Uh, I don't know what's come over me. I do. You're I getting mean, in the Ren Faire spirit. I'm a real tall head. <laughs> Tallfest 2018. I am getting in the Ren Faire spirit. And um, I've just been blasting it. Just blasting Songs from the Wood. Um, Velvet Green, specifically. I like, One time, don't know these songs. Just well, know. I was driving with like my mom and Tommy and Corey and shout out to Corey for the first time ever, my sister-in-law, Hello. and <laughs> for the first time, the <laughs> first time on the pod, first time me and ever, ever. Uh, and like my car that's a, in Connecticut is hooked up to my Bluetooth on my phone. <laughs> And of course I've been bumping. Yeah. Jethro Tull. Tolling around town. Yeah, just tolling around. And it's like fla 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 la <laughs> la la my brother's like, What the fuck are you listening to? And I'm like, it's toll, dude. There's He's no like, way your
1: brother doesn't like that.
0: Well, as soon as I was like, it's velvet green, he was like, Oh, legit, legit. Legit. <laughs> no, yeah. As soon as I was like, Tommy, I can't stop listening to this, he's like, have you heard Minstrel in the Gallery? <laughs> I was like, oh, sounds like oh right up my
1: alley. Wait, this reminds me. I'm so sorry. Can you actually hand me my phone? Because there yeah. is something that I was saving to show to you. Oh, yeah, you told today. me. I can't wait. And I'm very excited wait. to read this to you. I'm pretty, yeah, I'm pretty excited to I am beside myself. Um, okay. Um, so this is my brother-in-law Jojo.
0: This um, is an in-laws episode. By the way, welcome in-laws. everybody welcome to Lats, Lats of Spirit. Spirit. It's a, a podcast about ghosts, about the paranormal, about in-laws. <laughs> Mostly about bands, about songs yeah. that are stuck in our head. It's a tell a, a pod. About movies
1: we like. Tellcast. Tull. Okay, mm-hmm. so my brother-in-law Jojo. Um, okay, this text says... <clears throat> oh, fuck, where is it? Okay. He found he found a piece of writing that he made when he says he was around ten. Oh wow. And I I'm not gonna hand it to you, so you're just gonna have to look at the <gasps> it's in the shape of a pumpkin that like a
0: teacher would hand out and tell you to fill in. Can I say that when that happened, when a teacher would hand me like a pumpkin or a turkey or a christmas tree with mm-hmm. lines inside of it i was like here we fucking go yeah, like my most expressive my time to self God damn shine yes um okay
1: so <laughs> i'm just gonna read this to you <laughs> great <laughs> oh somewhere jack-o'-lanterns are brought out of cellar doors wow and put back on the mantle where they've Been years before. Wow. Yes, on All Hallows Eve, the ghouls come out to play. Vampires dress their very best on this very special day. Ooh. Oh, somewhere children trick or treat and somewhere ghoulies play. Wow. But no one is laughing when their last piece of candy is trick or treated away.
0: <gasps> oh my lord. I didn't think trick or treated was going to be the action there. Maybe eaten, maybe given. JoJo. Jo, you're a poet
1: piece of writing poet laureate of this podcast i want you to frame that and display it in your home also oh God, worked in good.
0: cellar door cellar well door there. the
1: follow-up was more like why did i think people kept jack-o'-lanterns in their basements you yeah. know it's like a couple <laughs> couple cues not a lot of a's
0: maybe maybe like it was the thing where his parents might have had like a plastic yeah, one yeah 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 and he was like surely everybody He's keeps like, theirs oh, in Tommy the cellar out or. Faithful yeah, jack o' lanterns. As soon as it hit September, I was like, "Mom and Dad, time to go in the attic and get all the Halloween stuff." Oh my God. And then one year they were like, "It's we threw it all away last year." No, we did. Oh man, we did it up so cool for Halloween when I was little. My yeah. dad uh, in our basement has like a woodworking shop. Mm-hmm. You know, like, when you go down there, there's, like, the regular basement, and there's two doors to, like, Caterina, a different yeah, thing? And then yeah. yeah, so he used to—he still kind of, well I don't know if he does this anymore because he doesn't have children's, but—that <laughs> I know of. But he used to, like, make us little wooden toys and stuff. That's cute. And he would cut out, like, get large sheets of plywood and then cut out—we had three ghosts that were, like, I would say, like, four feet high. And they were painted white with like, you know, little black eyes. And like one was like, oh, one was like, ah, oh,
1: just and then like they were just little... smiling. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And then he would attach a stake to it and we would put them in the yard up and down our driveway. That's fun. And then we used to have also pumpkins with stakes mm-hmm. in them that we would put up and down the driveway. And the coolest thing of all was this giant black bat mm-hmm. made out of plywood that was painted black. And my dad would string it from this tree that has since fallen down, because it rotted, probably because we did this to it. (laughs) Uh, He would string it from this tree to this other tree across the (gasps) brook in our yard so that you would um, drive drive under it. And then we also had a ghost... Which my dad tried to recreate last year. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, we had a ghost that would hang from, like, two other different trees Mm -hmm. that you would drive underneath. Ooh, I love that. Yeah, it was really special. And, like, every... I remember in October, every time coming home from school, being, like, coming upon the threshold of my driveway, being like, it's almost happening! And being so happy.
1: We had... Uh, we had a a strobe light and a smoke machine. That's really cool and really fun. Very intense. Um, I remember one time going on a haunted hayride as a kid and like my dad. No, not at stews. It was at one of the like ones that was. Like the orchard, like actually, yeah, yeah. an orchard. Bali Blue, um, Blue Jay, probably. Shout out Blue Jay orchard. orchard, shout out the best, best of the best. Um, but they had like plywood things that would like kind of like come down on wires and stuff, and my family went when my little sister Zoe was very young Mm. and she got really scared of like I think it was a big blue hand that like came down like
0: a plywood hand she got scared and screamed so my dad punched it (laughs) (laughs) that's That's crazy oh that reminds me of um I wasn't there for this but Georgetown used to do an awesome haunted house at the fire station there Ooh. and my brothers would go and my dad would go yeah. and i think it was it wasn't this one but i think a related one in stanford that they would they would do like the tour to connecticut of haunted houses oh, and fire shit. stations which i was in college when they went so like unfortunately i didn't get to go but one time they went to one and patrick would have been like 12 or something mm-hmm. and tommy probably was like 16 or 17 and maybe even they were younger than that but they went, and in it was, like, dusk. And in the parking lot area, or, like, just outside the haunted house, there were still people, like, dressed up scary and, like, with blood on them and stuff. Oh, wow. But then there was this other guy who people looked like he should be a part of the haunted house, Mm-mm. but wasn't. I don't like it. I think. And um, he walked up to Patrick with an actual knife. What? A real knife. Did he say anything? Well, Patrick was like, is this a haunted house still? I don't yeah. know what's going yeah, on. In real danger? And then Tommy, who my brother is, like, almost seven feet tall and, like, a formidable human being, yeah, you could probably take just walked guy. up to the man and, like, put his hand on him and was like, don't come near us.
1: Wow. And the man Jesus. just walked away.
0: But Tommy was like, "Yeah, it was a, a real, actual like oh my butcher God. knife. Oh my
1: God, it
0: wasn't a fake one at all. I hate that like he was a psycho person. I yeah. mean, that's a the place any to go to, in, like, place yeah. to
1: murder somebody than a haunted house. No, and I know a lot of teen horror movies have covered this, but mm-hmm. it's, it rings true. You I do want to go to some haunted houses. Cranberry though. Park, one, right? Oh, yeah. Oh. It's closed now, but guys, it was the fucking pinnacle of scares. So good. Cranberry Park, Norwalk, Connecticut. You could get... So scared. I know I've told you this many times, but one time I went through alone and I was walking behind a cop for it. (laughs) And I immediately, I must have been like 14, I just like grabbed onto him and I was like, hey, I'm just gonna hold on to you the entire time going through it. And he was like, all right.
0: (laughs) I guess that's what I'm here for.
1: (laughs) I don't know why I went through alone.
0: Do you remember? uh, Sorry, podcast listeners, we're just gonna go on a little bit of a a journey. But you know what? You all can relate. Yeah. Um, So, you know the house on Mountain Road? that has, like, that black barn and the spiderweb mailbox. Oh, yeah, of course. In that barn, they had, like, a one year that I was in high school. I think my freshman year of high school. Whatever family, I think it was, like, we can't say their names. Yeah. Uh, The family living there and, like, a bunch of their family friends Mm -hmm. had a haunted house in that barn. Ooh, what? Yeah, and the thing was, it was cool, I guess, except for that... All of people in our grade were manning it. And I was like, Mom and Dad, don't make me yeah. do this. I can't stand I, to be humiliated yeah, by I, go, I know I can't go through on a house <laughs> with people in my grade <laughs> scaring me. Like, please don't make me do this. And they were like, we're doing it as a family. No. So I had to. And they outfitted one of the rooms with, like, one of those black dot rooms where two people in it were wearing a... Uh, costumes to blend into the walls. That's fucking scary. And they were like, come and get you. And it was, like, two of the guys in our grade just jumping out of me and me, me being, like, ah! at, the, at the Cranberry Park one, one time,
1: uh, I w- was obviously terrified. And, like, uh, this little kid who, like, lived down the street from us, like, took his mask off and he was like, Robin, it's me. <laughs>
0: and I was like, oh, hey, buddy. Oh, like, yeah. thank you. And I was like, thank you. I was also, gonna- like, I'm sorry to admit this, to my uncle... One of my uncles. <laughs> so, my family <laughs> went with uh, my cousin Claire and uh, her fam to a haunted house. And, like, the last part of it was that classic, like, uh, there's somebody with a chainsaw Ugh. like chasing it you really out. It gets me every time. And... Uh, when the chainsaw sound happened and he appeared, my uncle just pushed my cousin <laughs> towards him and ran away, which is good, the good funniest instinct. response to this day. Amazing. I just stood there laughing because it was so funny to me. Wow. Yeah. I just know. Like, take her, spare yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just go. Just go. <laughs> um,
1: she, she's got enough meat for what you Oh, I can't um, wait for the season. My dad, I, I know I've told you, but ran up. Uh, on the porch of my house to spook all of us with a chainsaw
0: while me and some friends were watching texas chainsaw master oh, in high school and it really got That's so me. good really yeah that'll get you every time just the sound of a chainsaw oh, in the middle of the day scary. even if i see somebody clearly just like doing some yard work i'm like what are you doing
1: also the sound of somebody imitating a chainsaw always reminds me of eminem anyway
0: what because he does that in a bunch of songs I don't know if I know what you're talking about. Can you do an I mean, example? Like, vroom, you know? It, it,
1: making a chainsaw sound with your mouth.
0: Okay. he. Does, I don't know he, if I it, could... He's into it. That's like a... To do it accurately and well requires a lot of articulation skill. Yeah, I don't think...
1: I don't think him or I are. Probably you'd have
0: to be like that's a chainsaw sound for people to understand what you're trying to do. He does keep it in
1: context.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't have to preface it with like, here's what a chainsaw sounds like. Yeah, he
1: does like something,
0: something chainsaw. And then yeah. it's like, there it, there it is. That's
1: the sound. Yeah, because otherwise
0: it's like, is that a sand true? I don't understand. <laughs>
1: it could be a couple different things. Yeah.
0: Sure. Wow. But you know well, that I really guys, liked it I in high school. That's just a little snippet of what we're going to be yelling about for the next Ooh. like two months. Get ready. Fall is upon us even though today is 90 degrees i don't care i fucking hate it it's gotta end so done global warming is happening and i'm mad i don't even care about global warming i just
1: don't say that don't like having to wash my hair like twice a day
0: that's global warming though i don't care for it yeah i don't care for it but we're gonna pretend like it's it's cold we're gonna insist that it's fall right right immediately it basically is um, we got some awesome <gasps> stuff planned, guys. If you were interested, last time we mentioned Sleepy Hollow Cemetery, uh, tickets have now gone on sale for all of their yeah. like fall time tours. Get in on it. There's daytime tours. There's Do like it. four different nighttime tours. We cannot There's recommend There's special it events. There's cocktails in the Rockefeller Mausoleum. Don't There's a murder dare mystery. you buy the last two tickets for that. We will fucking kill you if Listen you get to them. Me and we can't. When I say that, if that is sold out by the time I'm this is over. Lose my fucking mind i'm going podcast find you. is canceled it's canceled if we cannot go okay okay is that clear okay okay don't buy tickets to that one unless you're buying them for us unless, to, as a gift
1: unless you've already heard us say yes we've gotten tickets for it
0: yeah okay then go ahead then go ahead and oh my gosh join us join us i would love but that not yet just wait just wait just wait wait can you wait just wait oh god do, you, do
1: we know what day that is even
0: the 30th of september
1: oh fuck that's coming up
0: i know i'm excited I can't believe that gonna what's going to happen. I? It's okay. I got it pulled up on my comp all right, for all right. later. Um, the weekend before Shasta. that, we'll be going to the Ren Fair Masquerade Week. That's um I'm so pumped. the week before that, or actually like five days before mm-hmm. that, we will be performing live at Caveat Bar in New York with our yeah. friends at Madame Morbid. It's going to be great, it's everybody. Be a lot of you have come to those shows. You know what a grand old time it it's is. It's a real
1: good time. You know... Sure, it's on a Tuesday, so we can't, like, party super hard.
0: Sure, I have class at 7 a.m. Sure. on Wednesday, but... Sure. Do I really need to be sober for it? God, I hope they don't I mean, this.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, look. I like to be well-rested on a Wednesday. Sure. Because, well, pff, the season's over now, but New York Housewives was on Wednesday nights. Um, of course. And now, probably, I think Dallas is that night. Either way, I like to have... Uh, you know, my battery full for mm-hmm. the night so I can really enjoy.
0: Sure, of course. Um a special night for one. Why wouldn't you? Anyway, please come to our show. <laughs> please come to our show. It's so much fun, we can't wait. It's going to be really fun. There's oh, I might really be cool incorporating
1: a costume into mine. Oh, yes.
0: We'll oh um, yes. I cannot well, wait for that. Yeah.
1: Um anyway, yeah, I, I see that once again. Once again. You have uh, your textbook-style tome in front of you, and it does look like you've added maybe 12 posters.
0: Yeah, there's a couple different ones. There I'm only going to be using two today, but yet again, I'm using the Encyclopedia of Ghosts and Spirits by Rosemary. I'm just going to, on a first-name basis, this well, yeah, well, Rosemary, 3rd edition. Um, and today, I'm going to be covering a topic near dear. <gasps> To your heart, Ryan. Oh my god! What? Candles.
1: <laughs>
0: you guys just don't candles. even know. I'm so fucking yeah. into
1: candles. She loves candles, guys. It, it's like, yeah, it's the most basic thing you could
0: ever choose to be into. But God, fucking damn it, I'm. Whatever, man. For candles. And there's a reason that you like candles. Think about it this way. <sighs> I no. like a warm glow. Yeah, you I like, like a, a nice glow. scent. Up until like a hundred years ago, for all eternity, you needed them for any kind of light. Yeah. Um, when was electricity invented? I don't
1: know, like 1908.
0: Yeah, something like that. Probably. So up until like pretty recently, candles was it? No, that can't be true. There was electricity on the Titanic. <laughs> <sighs> Listen, I don't, I'm not gonna claim to know. Unless Probably they, late 1800s or something. Unless they rolled
1: it out right for, before that. No, yeah. God
0: damn it! Someone. I'm gonna look
1: it up. I'm gonna look it up. You yeah. just start going though.
0: No, we gotta wait. All right,
1: hold up. When was electricity
0: invented? <sighs> hold up, hold up, hold up.
1: I we're like revealing
0: how dumb we are.
1: Yeah, but like yeah. every episode. Yeah. When was when was electricity invented? 1879. Okay, not All right, that bad. Yeah, late late that 1800s. Bad.
0: That's what we were kind of thinking. <gasps> So, yeah, it's been, like, almost, like, 150 or so years that we've had electricity, and up until then, forever, it was just candles and lanthorns.
1: Ugh fucking dream. I know. And you so, had to carry your candle on that yeah. little round or Scrooge, you know. Exactly guy. right. With a little, like, thumb hole yeah. or an index finger hole. Wear hold. your stock and cap and then you sneak around like you're the daughter and the yeah. others.
0: Torches also. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, well, that's aggressive, but yeah. Yeah,
0: but you needed them for nighttime activity. That's true. Candles. Educate me. Candles have been used since ancient times in humankind's most important rituals and rites of passages, uh-huh. including those pertaining to the dead, and ghosts of the dead. (laughs) The actual origin of candles is unknown, but they were used as early as 3000 BC in Egypt and Crete, providing light to repel evil spirits in religious ceremonies. Oh, my God. Old Jewish customs adopted by Christians, because Christians just steal everything, call for lighting candles for the dying and and dead. Mm -hmm. A lit candle by the bedside of a dying person frightens away demons. Oh, which is great.
1: That's, that is a great benefit.
0: Yeah, which also makes me feel like this is frightening away demons from us right now. I should hope. Got a good candle going oh right now. God, what was that? I don't know, but I don't like that it happened <laughs> right when <laughs> a I very mentioned. Very loud demons. noise
1: just happened, to everyone. Yeah,
0: like a god, that fucking like just me. just out of nowhere static, as if there's something. like... <laughs> <flick. laughs>
1: It might be <laughs> happening. Help me. This is all
0: happening now to us.
1: We live in hell.
0: Anyway, uh, this candle is ostensibly frightening the demons away, and it the candle must remain lit for a week after the death what in order what? for it to work permanently to what keep kind the of demon fucking away.
1: Monster candle burns for a week.
0: I think that well, a lot of them. I think especially too when they're made out of different materials like tallow, years, Yes. maybe. Although I, I imagine tallow burns quite quickly. I don't know though. Well, I'm not sure, guys. That's, that's fat. Tallow is fat. I am gonna. Never yeah, mind. just go. Honestly, I think it's more. This is more about keeping the air smelling nice around mm. a dead body oh, for a week. Okay, then actually, make sense. like preventing a right, demon from right. coming. Yeah. Um. Another custom calls for burning candles in all the rooms of the house until the corpse is buried. That makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah. A similar custom from Ireland calls for burning 12 candles in a circle around a corpse. Ooh, shout Until out to it is buried. Oh, shout out to Hereditary. Yeah, so that's pretty sweet. Wow. Um, basically because the circle of fire will prevent evil spirits from carrying off the dead person's soul. Oh, shit. Yeah. Well, I, there's so many things coming for you. You got the doula right. You got the death care. The, they're the all death just, coach
1: like, crouching around waiting. Waiting.
0: Yes, they're all waiting. Three candles are burned at Irish weeks, mm-hmm. and the candle, probably for the trinity, I would guess, and the candle ends are then used to treat burns. What? Um, I guess because, like, they are tallow. The, yeah. So putting, like, burned, then fat on a burn might be something that people yeah. used to do. Interesting. Um, because of the association with wakes, three burning candles are considered an ill omen oh, and harbinger of death. Oh, no! Yes. In the superstitions of the theater. Three candles are never to be lit in dressing rooms.
1: Oh,
0: shit. Yeah, there are so many theater superstitions. Yeah, yeah, But I really like that one. Yeah,
1: that's a good one.
0: Yeah, can you imagine someone being like, find a fourth candle, like, find a fourth how candle. dare
1: you bring yeah. this evil in
0: you? <laughs> I mean, it's a bad idea to have candles lit in any theater anyway. I mean, there's so much Lots of curtains, spray. all made out of wood. Yeah, lots yeah. of cheap costumes. Not enough exits for emergency. No. Um, In the Scottish Lowlands... A washed and laid-out corpse is given a saying, I don't know, blessing, by the oldest woman present. Oh, Great. Which is also, it's already like, I'm scared because the oldest <laughs> like, woman is All right, here. Alright, here I go. Yeah. Get ready. She lights a candle and passes it three times over the body. The candle's kept burning throughout the night. I guess a watchman is appointed. Mm-hmm. The candle must be obtained from an quote unlucky end quote person. I'm gonna uh, get all
1: my candles from you, dude.
0: Such as a witch, wizard, seer, oh, or one who has flat feet. Oh, no. <laughs> it's you, man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, but like those things are like when me you and Devin hang out. Yeah, that's which, yeah, I know. We're all <laughs> we're all bringing, equally qualified. Solid candles <laughs> to the table,
0: or also one who is ringlet-eyed or lang lippet. probably <laughs> hair lipped. I don't know what that any of that means. <laughs> Oh, a a ringlet eye. Oh, yeah. So, um, a flat-footed person just steal their candle. Um, A guttering candle generally... Presages a death in the family, while in American folklore, a candle left burning in an empty room will cause a death in the family. Oh, shit. Probably because the candle will fall over and land on fire down, and yeah. burn the barn down. Wait,
1: a guttering candle um, is that when you have a candle not in a jar or something I think and so. it kind of like tunnels out yeah. The, the yeah the wax tunnel? Yeah.
0: Um, in Suffolk lore, a burning candle accidentally shut in a pantry is a made the same. I know. Very bad idea. It's a horrible plan. I can't believe people, Why would people put put ever happened. Like, oh, I just need to put this candle away in the pantry. Yeah. I guess, yeah. Putting this fire in the pantry. I guess that might be what it was, though, because they had, like, a portable candle you might keep in, in something that you're closing. So maybe, I guess, if you just absentmindedly put it away a and shut the door. A burning candle? I don't know, man. Look, I'm trying to make sense of this. I guess people, like, lose their phones and shit. In yeah. Ways. That's, like, the equivalent of it. <laughs> Back then, it
1: was all yeah. candles. Like, yeah.
0: Have you given <laughs> candle? It was, like, the height of technology it was just, like, a, a candle. Guess. It still <laughs> is, as far as I'm concerned. Honestly, me too. Um, a superstition common to the British Isles holds that candles whose wax drips, not straight down, but around the candle. Oh, yeah. Thus gives the appearance of a... a winding sheet I don't know winding sheet winding yeah spelled different here oh what's a winding sheet I don't remember but I know it's something folkloric <laughs> I don't know is also a death omen so yeah I don't know
1: I think it might be ugh, I could be wrong but I think it could be
0: the sheet used Raph to, to Bob- get Ian? birth on oh, oh. winding sheet let sounds me, like let me look it up. yeah let's let's look it up whoever is in the direction of the drip is the doomed one so if a candle Great. is dripping in your direction... <laughs> it's like a fun spin the bottle. Yeah. You're doomed. In German lore, a candle wick that divides in oh Oh, you're right. Two, Sorry. It's a shroud. It's a shroud. It's a shroud? Yeah. Okay. So the Germans think that a candle wick that divides in two and burns in twin flames mm. presages death. Interestingly, the same phenomenon in, phenomenon in Austrian lore um, merely foretells that a letter is about to arrive. Word, I don't know. I'll it's take like, it. is it death or am I getting mail? <laughs> well, I'm either gonna
1: die or get a car.
0: Yeah, who knows? There's no way. Of I'm nine. ready for both. A candle that burns dim, okay, it means that a ghost is near. <gasps> yeah, and a candle that burns blue, that would be well fun.
1: That would be kind of. I would be nervous to see that anyway, even if I didn't know what it meant.
0: Well, that's like a Shakespeare thing. He says in like Richard the Third. Uh, oh, okay. The ghost of Buckingham enters in blue candlelight. Ooh. At the dead was, of midnight. sounds beautiful. I know. Which of to the third's a good one. Um, in some beliefs, the death omen can be nullified by extinguishing the candle under running water or by blowing it out, obviously. In the late 18th century, the concept of blue candle flames as ghost-calling cards was so universally acknowledged that many eminent philosophers... Spent a lot of time like trying to figure out how it happened and it, like a- accounting for it. Yeah, without anybody doubting the like legitimacy of the claim. Like people just started studying it without anyone saying, "Is this really happening?" <laughs> yeah. Like, is there anything to this? Um Pioneers, yeah, honestly, basically in 1726, though Daniel Defoe writing in history of the devil, which, gotta give me a copy of that one, maintained that blue candle flames were not supernatural but were merely produced by quote, an extraordinary emission of sulfurous or of nitrous particles in close quarters. Sulfur, though, we know Mm -hmm. it's related to the devil and demons. Yep, so, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if that's like if his research actually supports I mean, is there a reason why there would be, I'm
1: sure there was naturally occurring sulfur in some candles for some reason.
0: I think I, it's more its more that <laughs> if there was why, sulfur in sure. the environment,
1: oh, that, a, it, that a candle okay, will, will burn a certain way. The, well, yeah, um, I mean, like, yeah, if you're working on a farm, there's going to be sulfur. Everywhere. Everywhere.
0: Yeah, there's also, like, there's sulfur even in some water, I think, too. yeah. yeah. Because, like, the water, we get well water water. at my house, and it smells like fucking demons. I
1: don't know if that's, well, is that, if you're not getting your water through pipes, does that still
0: happen? Maybe it's in the soil. I have no idea. I don't know. I have no idea. Okay. Minerals. 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 Gases and minerals. Mm -hmm. 17th century lore. It tells treasure hunters to carry <laughs> lanthorns. yeah, it says it says lanterns, but it's 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 lanthorns. It. Yeah, containing consecrated candles in order to conjure the ghosts of dead men who were said to guard buried treasure. So so okay, say that to you're the treasure. You go up to some you're like. Listen, I'm about to go try to find some treasure. Yeah, do you have any tips? The answer would be like, I got just the tip for you. Get a blessed candle. Put it in your Lanthorn. Mm-hmm. That way, the ghosts of mm-hmm. the dead guards that hi- that, you know, yeah, guard you so the treasure, yeah. they'll appear to you. Oh, okay. And they'll tell you where it is.
1: I mean, wait. Consecrating just means blessed. Yes. Alright. Um, I wonder if that would work for I know we've talked about the treasure hidden by that man who died and all oh. those people have died
0: on the way to find it. If Might I mean be a good strategy. I'd like to know if any of them use it a consecrated candle. Probably not. I would and I'm I think say, I can almost guarantee they did not. And I'm thinking that's why they failed. Well, yeah. We'll yeah, you gotta know, get those ghost dead. guards. Yeah. These ghostly guards were stationed by Captain Kidd and other pirates of the time who reputedly killed a man at every site where they buried their loot. We went over this, I think, when we were doing pirates. Yeah. That they would bury treasure in the ground and then just kill some random person yeah. and bury them on top of it. So if you dug it up, you'd be like, oh, it's just a grave. That disgusting bot. And then because there's so much Rightfully so. um, Paranoia and superstition about, like, messing with... A grave. A grave or disinterring somebody, you just wouldn't keep on digging. It's the ultimate trick. It's very
1: smart. It's very smart. Yeah.
0: The spirits were to be summoned in the name of God and promised anything in return to help them find, quote, a place of untroubled rest. Anything. According to lore, if the ghost caused a treasure hunter to speak or scream... As they obviously always would. Well, yeah. The treasure vanished. So you have to play it real fucking cool. Yeah, you should be like, yeah. whatever. You're, like, You're not I'm, the first I'm ghost guard I've seen. Yeah. That's why Damn. Like, the ultimate treasure hunter is just somebody who can't speak. <laughs> or scream. Yeah, or scream. In one Nova Scotia tale... Four men who discovered the site of buried treasure were digging silently, as you must. When one of them noticed that suddenly a fifth man had just joined them, <gasps> stop! I know. Dude. He, of course, shouted. The fifth man vanished, oh. and the treasure sank beyond reach. So scary. Right? Wow, I love that. I, I have really one more that. detail about candles to show you. Oh my you. god, yes. I can't it's wait. an addendum that I, I found wait. elsewhere in the book. Ooh. This is sorry, just gotta remove one of my post-its. <laughs> Rip it out. Corpse candles. What? It's kinda related, but not but not the same. Okay. Corpse candles. Are death omens in the folklore of Wales and the British Isles. So like I kinda mentioned. Oh. Corpse candles or get ready. candle course <laughs> It's a perfect Welsh, Welsh accent. Wow! As they are called in Welsh, are mysteriously uh, mysterious lights which bob over the ground and stop at houses or other sites where a death is imminent. Oh, so huh. this is a candle that like does not get lit or is made by human. It's, it's a, just an otherworldly. Basically, the ghost of a candle. A candle in the wind. A crandle in the wind. Yes. <laughs> Similar lights are called fetch candles or fetch lights in Ireland and Northern England. Whoa. They seem to be similar to corpse lights, uh, phosphorescence, but different that they are, they have the distinct appearance of candle flames, which the other ones don't. Very scary. Very scary. Corpse candles are seen floating through the air at night. Beliefs about them vary by locale. They are said to warn of the death of those who see them or of someone beloved or someone else known to the party. So it's kind of like a candle version of a banshee.
1: Damn. Yeah.
0: Yeah. They appear, it is said, halfway between the doomed person's home and his grave. (gasps) That's fucked. Yeah. So you would have to do like, get a fucking protractor, do a circumference study. yeah. But
1: also, how do you know which person it's there
0: for? Exactly. It's hard to tell. Shit. Yeah, if it shows yeah. up in
1: the middle of a town, it's like, well, it could be any of us.
0: In South Hampshire, Hampshire, England, the lights are said to accompany the souls of the departed and are extinguished when the soul leaves the earth. So maybe they appear right when somebody is about to die.
1: Okay, yeah. So it's
0: more of like
1: a... It would be really shitty if they were like, it shows up every day for the full <laughs> month before you die, so yeah. you just have to be
0: like... Mm-hmm. It's a guessing game, really. <laughs> Um, ghostly funerals are said to accompany some lights. So, in Welsh lore, a small, pale, or bluish corpse candle, of course, the blue light is a ghost light.
1: I love that.
0: Um, tells the death of an infant. While a big light is for the death of an adult. Um, but both can be blue. Multiple corpse candles reveal the number of persons soon to die. Oh, shit. If the lights are approached, can you imagine just, like, in the town square you sometimes see like one maybe yeah. two and then one night there's like 45 candles and you're and like, just like fuck oh no what house is about <laughs> to light on fire yeah. who's having a party and there's yeah. a lot of like real candles in oh. it yeah or like what horrible accident's gonna happen yeah, at the town theater flood is coming. yeah oh my god um multiple corpse candles right 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 I said that already in the light in the lights oh wait if the lights are approached they vanish so if you get too close they go away Corpse candles are widely reported wow. everywhere in Wales.
1: Oh, shit.
0: Yes. That's really cool, but really scary. I know. The English ghost hunter Elliot O'Donnell put corpse candles in the same category as a species of elementals, nature spirits, he calls, oh, God, Clanogrian? Clanogrian, I think, Good. which he said includes all kinds of family ghosts, and national ghosts and other harbingers of death, such as banshee. the banshee. Yes, exactly. And I love this subcategory of yeah, ghosts it's good. because they're not—they seem like, like, like he says, he calls them Um... harbingers, nature spirits. Yeah. So it has more to do with just like what is going to evil happen to you entity. Yeah.
1: It's just like a. You know, reflection it's like, of the future.
0: Yeah, and it feels like the portending, the part of the spirit world that is most compassionate and empathetic to the to the living.
1: Yeah, in yeah, a way
0: that makes sense. Which I'm into. I love it. I, I like it. I
1: don't want to see them.
0: No, I, I never would like to. No, but I'm happy to know that a banshee is that I have a banshee. Really? Yeah, I'm. It does make me... It does give me comfort to know that there's a ghost out there who, like, will be sad if I die.
1: Aww.
0: You know what I mean? (laughs) Somewhere a ghost. And, like, knows about all the other Fagans who have died. Mm Mm-hmm. Seen Mm. them. Seen them off. Yeah. Like a family historian. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, just, like, there's one other... Just one other guy in the world who's, like, I know, it's so sad, right? (laughs) Aww,
1: we're all sad.
0: Yeah. And they also (laughs) float around and wail. I mean, yeah. And there's some, like... You know, some, like, floating blue candles who helped me through as well. In his book, Byways of Ghostland, which I gotta get my hands on, O'Donnell recorded some accounts of witnesses to corpse candles. Ready for this? The following was attributed to a Reverend Mr. Davis and was reported in The Invisible World by T. Charlie. Another one T. Charlie, the Sexton's wife, an aged, understanding woman. (laughs) Please never let me be described this way. Saw from her bed a little candle upon her table. Within two or three days after comes after comes a fellow in requiring for her husband inquiring for her husband. God, I can't read, and taking something from under his cloak, clapped it down directly upon the table end where she had seen the candle. And what was it, but a dead-born child? Uh, uh, he just brought a dead child and put it where the candle was. Um, I don't know. Clapped it down. Clapped it down. Mm-hmm. Up. Another time, the same woman saw such another candle upon the end of the same table. Within within a few days, a weak child, by myself newly christened, because this is a priest. Was it a priest? <gasps> yeah, a reverend was brought into the sexton's house. Where he presently died. And when the sextons... What what the fuck is a sexton?
1: I think it's like... (laughs) (laughs) We gotta know. A clergyman?
0: I don't know, because this is a reverend.
1: Maybe it's a sexy reverend?
0: Gosh dang, it's a sexton. Maybe that'll explain why all these kids are dying around.
1: Yeah, that would make the most sense.
0: Because right now I'm really confused. What's a sexton? No, Google. That's not what I meant to type. What did what did you type? I don't want to tell did you. You say what is sex? A sexton is a person who looks after a church and churchyard, sometimes acting as bell ringer and grave digger. No. So that makes sense why they'd be like here I'm clapping clapping down. What was this? Yes, clapped. Clapped I'm clapping a, a baby's body right by it. I don't like Just clapping clapping a, a baby down. I don't like it no. either. Um, so this kid died. And then the Sexton's wife, who wasn't there, she was abroad, came home. She found the woman shrouding the child on the other end of the table, where she had seen the candle. Mm-hmm. On a time, myself and a huntsman coming from our school in England, and being three or four hours benighted ere we could reach home. God damn it! I don't
1: understand. what Saw you said.
0: such a light, which coming from a house we well knew, held its course, but not directly, in the highway to the church. Shortly after, the eldest son in that house died and steered the same course. So, to translate this English for everyone, Mm -hmm. it seems like he's saying a light without a person traveled from this guy's house to the church, and then that man died. Damn. About 34 or 35 years since, one Jane Wyatt, my wife's sister, being nursed to Baronet Rudd's three eldest children and the lady being deceased, the lady of the house going late into a chamber. Wait, what? I don't even know what's happening. <laughs> Basically, they saw a bunch of lights in this house. Whoa. Um, a little bit after that, the chamber, which had newly be re- been renovated, mm-hmm. they say plastered here, five of the maid servants went there to bed, and they w- never woke up. Whoa. They Can't all sleep? died. No. They were suffocated like right in their sleep. With the steam of newly tempered lime and coal. Oh shit. Yeah.
1: That's terrible.
0: Yeah. There's another account, but it's long. Um, and it's just gonna say that there was a lot of ghost lights. So, corpse candles, big thing. How? Big thing. Just to also say, corpse lights, it has a little bit of a, an addition here mm-hmm. that describes, um, I guess, the phosphorescence. Apparently, corpse lights. While well, a lot of them are blue, they can be white, or red, or blue. Oh. Can be seen in in they're or out of doors, and usually hug the ground if they're like they're hmm. close to the ground. Oh, interesting. when you see them, I was picturing them at like yeah, a person's like, handheld height. Yeah, yeah. Um, they can Candle float light. in the air. And they can hover over the roof of the doomed people. Ooh! Yes. Spooky. They can also just appear, if you're laying down, just over your chest. Oh, what would you even
1: do if you wake up and you're like,
0: no, 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 get in. I don't know. It's unclear to me if you can see your own corpse light. Oh. Yeah. There can, they can also be called corpse candles. Mm-hmm. They can be called jack-o'-lanterns. Oh,
1: what?
0: Yeah. Wow. Ignis fatus. Corpocant, fetch candles, fetch lights. Um, also, it says that sometimes in marshy areas, they can just be produced by marsh gas.
1: Yeah, I've read a bit about fetches before. Mm-hmm. And yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but that's a whole thing. Yeah. Crandles. I
1: love Crandles. I yeah. love those haunted Crandles in the wind. Also, um, every night, I ha- you know I have one of those color-changing light bulbs? Yes. I sleep with a blue light in my room every night. Should it's I not soothing. do
0: that? Oh, I think you should. Am I producing my own corpse candle? I don't think so at all. My um my oil deflu- deflu- <laughs> <Defloosie>. <laughs> <laughs> My oil diffuser my oil has like a, a light setting, and I always put it on blue. It's very relaxed. Yeah. I think that there's something to be said for like Of course, a blue light is sort of the least uh scary. Yeah. And it might be. Kind of like how these are nature spirits, it might be kind of breaking you the news as, as nice as it possibly can. <laughs> like, come on, friend, yeah, it's, it's like, a hey, blue light. It's just me. Yeah, it's just me. The blue light. It's me. You want to come little, near it me? It's a little blue light. Yeah.
1: You know, it's like we're under the sea.
0: Mm-hmm. I also will say that sometimes, you know, like how in how in movies, it's like a, a dramatic scene will be someone just staring into a flame. I recently was like, that's so unbelievable. Nobody could be transfixed by a flame like that for so uh, long. Not then true. I looked at a candle yeah. and like an hour later, I was like, what Well, happened? you know,
1: I have that official licensed Harry Potter replica crystal ball, mm-hmm. um, which I treat as though it is a true yeah. relic, <laughs> but um, I've used it to like look, to like peer at a candle before it or through it before because it showed, you know, everything shows up upside down yeah. and really cool looking. And I have been like... I am fucking <laughs> hypnotized right now. Yeah. Oh, but then yeah. I'm also like, stop it if one of your roommates walks in. They're going to be like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> so, never gets that out of <laughs> hand. Um, I love but, it. But yeah. God damn it, I love candles. Candles are great. Oh, sale candles at Anthro. Yeah. Ooh. I know that you don't love candles that smell like baked goods, but I do. yeah, I don't.
0: I, I don't like a sweet candle. I love them all. My I love favorite candle love to date was just a candle that smelled like dirt. And um, just smelled like earth. (laughs) And I know that that's weird, but I loved it. And there's one I had that smells like a bonfire. Oh, I love those, yeah. But the ones I have currently, this one smells like mahogany and red wine that we're burning right now. love it. Um, Merlot to be exact. Mm -hmm. I've also got a birch. I've got a couple that are just pine candles. I love them. That one smells like gin. I love them all. Yeah, they're great. Every candle I like. Mmm, a nice natural scent. Yum, yum, yum. And guys, I used to make my own candles and sell them at Bakery. I have one. I'm the love bakery them. that I used to work at. It smells so good. You should do that again. I think I will. Um oh okay. Tell me a ghost. Alright. Also, I do want to point out that we just scratched the surface on candles. There's, I'm sure there's a lot more. There are um I didn't I didn't go into it for this, but there are special haunted candles. Like you, like a book would be haunted or like a tome would be, like there are conduits that are evil candles. Like the candles. black flame candle from Hocus Pocus. Exactly, like the black flame candle. Mm-hmm. There's also a lot of like religious
1: candles, prayer candles, spell candles. You know what I read recently about the black flame candle scene that rocked my world? Tell me. You know how they say lit by a virgin, mm-hmm. right? Apparently, what that was supposed to mean was a virgin to witchcraft, not a sexual virgin.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. So just somebody who's, like, never cast a spell before. Yes. All right. Which makes... I don't know.
1: It makes more sense to me. I don't know. It makes...
0: uh, It makes more sense to me only because, like... I honestly doubt if you're dabbling in, like, the occult that you, like, never boned before.
1: Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. I mean, no shade. No shade.
0: No, no shade. Live your life. Um, okay. So,
1: today, I'm gonna be talking about something that we have talked about, like, a little bit here and there in different stories. Um, but basically... I'm going to be talking about different ways to put a curse on someone.
0: Oh no! Like we already talked
1: about crossing. Don't test me. I'm not going to be talking about that. Um, Putting a trick
0: on someone. Yeah, we already we did talk about that a bit. So that was the uh, for those of you who'd like to go back and learn that was when Robin covered voodoo. Yeah, poorly. You know,
1: didn't scratch the surface of that. That's okay, dude. Um, but, yeah, so these are just some ways throughout history around the world that people have cursed one another.
0: Um, Great.
1: Yeah, these are all taken from Lispers, by the way, which yes. I you know I love. Okay, so Roman curse tablets. In ancient Roman Britain, it was actually pretty easy to put a curse on someone. So you needed some lead, wood, or stone and something to inscribe it on. Okay. So, basically, you needed the modern equivalent of a pen and paper, and Mm -hmm. you were all set. And once you had the materials, all you needed to do was figure out what to write. So, you pretty much just had to choose a specific person, and then a deed, for example, calling down wrath on an unknown thief- Got it. And then you just had to write in detail about what you would like to happen to the person you wanted to curse. Whoa. Some of them would get pretty creative, such as, quote, so long as someone, whether slave or free, keeps silent or knows anything about it, he may be accursed in his blood and eyes and every limb and even have all his intestines quite eaten away if he has stolen the ring.
0: (gasps) Oh, cool. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Is it, did we go over this thing or did you tell me the story of the woman with a gold no, I think it was it was in like an episode of lore or was something. It? it was like there was a curse on someone's family. Oh, was this the one where the stones all ran down? No, it was it was like uh someone stole gold from someone else mm-hmm. and they cursed their family. Uh-huh. And a woman like on her deathbed was motioning for like one of her kids to like go look in like a secret hiding spot <gasps> and it had been her the whole time oh, and she was so afraid of the curse even like through life up until that moment wow that she was like I have to admit this I have to admit Damn. this and she had kept all of the gold and spent none of it because she was so afraid of it I think that's in an episode Why of she lore she like give it back I don't know he goes Damn. into it um
1: probably well, shame and yeah. fear yeah yeah But still, then you got to live with that curse. She had been
0: a child when she uh, Uh, took it, though. Oh, that's sad. Yeah.
1: Well, so once you had written your curse out, then you would plant the tablet. Um, You would either place it in an area, or usually done by placing it in an area where a god or goddess would easily come across it. And one of the most popular spots was Bath in England, where shrines were dedicated to the combined Celtic-Roman goddesses. Um, Within the waters of the shrine to the goddess. In bath, 130 tablets have been recovered. What? Each one laced with a plea to the goddess for ill to befall someone. Wow. All right, we've got bone pointing. What? Yeah. It's not what it sounds like, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it kind of is. The disposal of bones was a traditional aboriginal way of cursing somebody in Australia... Uh, this method was called bone pointing. The weapon of choice, as you can imagine, is a sharpened shin bone with human hair attached to the end.
0: Hell yeah. It's pretty metal. So it's not pointing your boner at someone?
1: No, it's not pointing your boner.
0: That's a different way of... That's a different curse. Uh, That's a different kind of curse yeah. to put on someone. Mm-hmm. Um, at
1: the o- other end of the hair is a cylinder also carved from machine bone. Once the death bone has been constructed and imbued with power, it's ready to use. I don't really know what? how you imbue it with power. <laughs> they kind of gloss over that part. <laughs> um, but then a committee comes together to point the bone in the direction of the
0: victim. What kind of committee? How do you decide who's on the committee? I don't know. Is it an election? It, is it just, uh, I don't know. I don't think they want us to know. It's better that
1: no really? one does know how to do yeah. this. Yeah. But once it's done, the effects will not work until the victim has been told they've been cursed, which I think is really funny. That's hilarious, and only if they believe in the power of the curse. Shout out to Skeleton Key, the greatest movie ever. Oh made. my god, um, we should watch um,
0: that. For soon. Remaining
1: relevant, yeah, perfect. Oh, we movie. should. Um, but yeah, so if if they know that they're cursed and they believe in it, then it will work.
0: Man. Is it like? Do you feel like that's kind of a placebo effect, though? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, of course.
1: Um, despite being very rarely practiced in the modern era, there was one case where a bone was pointed at Australian Prime Minister John Howard in 2004. Oh, my God.
0: Yeah, he's still alive. I would have so many questions, though, if someone was like, hey, bitch, I pointed a shin bone at you. Guess what, idiot? You're fucking cursed. I pointed cursed. a bone at you. You I'd be also like, to believe it. Where did you get that shin bone from? Oh, well, there are a lot of cues.
1: Um, okay, we've got one of your faves. The evil eye. Ooh, the Malokha. Huh?
0: hmm So I pronounced that like very wrong. When
1: I think of the evil eye, I picture like a Hamsa hand. But no, it's not always that. I um, think it's um, simply um, looking at something yeah. wrong is a way of cursing someone. Yes it is. Giving the evil eye was usually performed by looking at someone angrily, even if you didn't mean to curse them. Exactly right. (laughs) A critical gaze was thought to have the power to bring bad health to people and even ruin buildings. Mm -hmm. And Anyone could curse you, and you had no way of knowing who it was. Mm -hmm. And the people most susceptible were babies and children. Yes, right. Due to the fact that they would be praised and regarded a lot.
0: That's why a lot of the times... Like, if you, if somebody looks in, like, a pram and is like, you're, like, your baby's so beautiful, Mm -hmm. people would, like, I think even my grandma would do this sometimes. She'd just spit, like,
1: yeah, that's what, yeah, yeah. I'm, so, um, yeah, praise was actually believed to draw the attention of the evil eye, so the best way to counteract it was to spit in the child's face. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Beside making the child feel confused, it devalued the child as a whole, which would deter any efforts of the evil eye, because it's being like, this is worthless garbage. Or you could do this thing.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I've seen people thing. do that. I don't know what that's called. Just well, it was smacking. make uh, phallic Im- imagery. was so, and, like the horn and everything. Oh, too. okay. But um, yeah, we. I think like uh, maybe I'm misremembering, but I feel like I did the evil eye a cut like a some episodes yeah, ago. Yeah. But the most terrifying thing about it to me is that you can curse people and not even I know that you're cursing mean people to. by having Sad. like envy or wishing them ill will. You gotta I know. Block out those bad thoughts. I know um in the philippines
1: the evil eye is referred to as usag or balis and it said that after a child is stricken they'll start to develop a fever and convulsions wow and the only cure is to place its clothing in hot water and boil it or to spit on the baby (laughs) Mm, i mean that's just using a washing machine to be honest wash it okay we have wait okay ushi no kokumairi perfect i am botching that i'm so sorry the name of that curse uh, means shrine visit at the hour of the ox in Japanese. Did, so did you just a say a curse in my house? No. No. <laughs> That's not like the, the words of the curse. the name of the curse. Of the, curse. Okay. <laughs> um, the hour of the ox is a period of time between 1 a.m. and 3 a.m. Each animal in the Japanese zodiac has its own chunk of time that represents them. Cool. And because the ox usually worked all day, they were assigned the early morning hours. So to perform this curse, the aggressor first needed to find an effigy of straw called a waraningo based on the person kind of like a cornhusk doll basically a cornhusk doll yeah and then you needed some essence of the person on it like blood or hair
0: cool blood would be harder
1: i mean yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) gotta really work for that one Mm -hmm. um then during the hour of the ox uh they would sneak up to the nearest shinto shrine and find the shinboku which is a sacred tree where spirits lived once there, the doll is nailed to the tree, and then that's the, cur- the curse is complete. Cool. But there are catches. It has to be done during the hour of the ox, as that was believed to be the hour when evil spirits were on the prowl. Wow. And it has to be done in total secrecy, because if somebody catches you performing it, the curse will backfire unless the eyewitnesses are murdered right then and there.
0: <gasps> oh, yeah. no! So if somebody sees you doing it, you have to kill them. <laughs> Do you feel like you would rather... In that situation, would you be like, I'm gonna just let this curse backfire, or I'm gonna have to kill these guys?
1: Oof. I think I would take my chances and be like, whatever, I'll let The curse backfire. is backfiring, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, we've got the Nidstang, which is a traditional kay. Viking curse. Nice. Uh, a horse's head on a pole Ooh! was called a Niding Pole, and was the key to activating the curse. Oh, no. Yeah. Kind of gross Oh, Ooh, enough. I don't like it. Back when, also, horse's head are, like, very heavy.
0: That and, like... Would it it's just be would you have to murder a horse or would it be would any old mm. is any no, way of any getting horse a horse head? I think
1: it's any way. Okay. Um, Back when the practice was more common, the poles reached around nine feet tall and were covered with insults and runes. Wow. Before being struck into the ground with the skull facing the household of the person who did wrong.
0: That's the scariest curse you've said so far. I would
1: really fucking flip out if I looked outside and was like, oh my god, like nine foot tall horse skull. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And also, like, you get closer and there's a scroll on it that's like, like, you're fucking ugly. Yeah. Yeah. Just insults. (laughs) Um, The goddess of death, Hela, would then be called upon, but not to harm the person. The intent of the ritual was to annoy the earth spirits. So you had to sink the pole into the ground close enough to the house of the accursed to ruffle the feathers of the earth spirits living there. And once you did that, it was believed that those spirits would then take their revenge on the person living on their land. So you like use you conjure you an ancient up, earth spirit? Yeah,
0: you, you piss to off the earth spirits, life. and
1: they do it for you.
0: The insults seem like just fun, just just to get yes, yeah. blow off some steam. Yeah, just to get it off your chest. Um, they, the spirits would make
1: every effort to ruin the person's life in revenge for the desecrated land. Great. Okay, we've got one called book curses. Tell me more. I believe we have also dabbled in, but mm-hmm. God, I love them. Uh, In medieval times, before the invention of the printing press, books obviously were a relatively scarce and valuable resource. Sure. Because making them was so laborious and Mm -hmm. uh, it was an involved process. They were so rare, they were treasured objects in most households. So the last thing you wanted was somebody creeping into your house at night and stealing your books while you slept. So what would you do? Preemptively curse whoever takes a book without your permission. That's a good idea. Yeah. It's a good
0: idea for any object, not just books. I would be stunned if someone just came and took all my books. Yeah, but back then they would. It would be like taking a computer. Yes. Yeah, exactly right. Or it would also be like taking all of your money because it's probably
1: like... They probably were like... People who owned books probably had like cherished them and they were really nice. Mm -hmm. So book curses were protective means against potential thieves. The curses were usually created by the actual author of the book... Who would nest it within the like first couple of pages, mentioning like the publishing details? Oh man! So they would put the curse in there. Imagine if you so put it sweet. in like
0: not like the publishing details, but like after chapter one. It's like, by the, by way, the way, idiot. I hope you've been enjoying my book yeah. so far. Like the story. If Guess it's what? stolen,
1: you are cursed, and it's too late. I love that. Um, curses could call out any god the writer pleased, and in medieval Europe, they often called to uh, the power of you know their classic. European Catholic God, I guess. Um, As far as curses went, scribes didn't have a one-size-fits-all curse. They could put down anything they could imagine, which, after the effort of handwriting a whole book, means they spared no mercy. Right, Um, yeah. Here is a piece in a book from a Barcelonan monastery. Yes. Um, Quote, for him that stealeth or borroweth and returneth not this book from its owner let it change into a serpent in his hand and rend him let him be struck with palsy and all his (laughs) members blasted let him languish in pain crying out for mercy and let there be no sir to his agony till he sing in
0: dissolution i'm putting this in my screenplays let me send them out (laughs)
1: let bookworms gnaw his entrails When at last he goes to his final punishment,
0: let the flames of hell consume him forever. Unreal. The book turns to a snake in I swear to God, when I'm submitting to that short story contest, I'm just going to throw this in there. In
1: the, like, thank you. Yeah.
0: Shout outs. Dedications. Yeah. Okay, we've
1: got one. Catholic and anathemas. Do you know about these? Yeah. Um, Yeah. Uh, A modern-day version of the anathema is excommunication When you look back at some of the anathemas that were written in the Roman pontifical, you get fearsome messages such as this one. Um, This condemns those who would lead nuns astray. Quote, If anyone shall dare attempt such a thing, let him be accursed, maledictus at home and abroad. Accursed in the city and in the field, accursed in waking and in sleeping, accursed in eating and drinking, accursed, wow. accursed in walking and sitting, accursed in his flesh, in his bones, and from the sole of his foot to the crown of his head, let him have no
0: soundness. Wow. You've got... This is just for seducing a nun? That's for seducing a nun, yeah. That's one of Jesus' Or not even seducing her, just wives. like leading
1: her astray.
0: Like, just Maybe like just taking away her out for a party. just from God. Yeah.
1: Um, okay, ancient graffiti is another effective... Uh, curse way cool. um, but instead of using personal tags graffiti in ancient cathedrals would be prayers and pleas to the gods um, but okay so there is a cathedral called the Norwich Cathedral and researchers studying uh, graffiti there discovered some strange undecipherable writings and eventually realized the reason they were undecipherable is they were written upside down but one Ooh. of the tags on the wall simply read the family name Cainsford so was someone of the Keynesford family simply trying their skill at inverse writing? Probably not. Probably not, yeah. What's more likely is someone was placing a curse on the Keynesford. Wow. Um, back then it was known that inverting something, like in any sense like a cross um, was a sign of ill will mm. so a reverse name would be the declaration of wishful ruin upon the canesford family Ooh. and to add evidence to the case a symbol of the moon was etched below the inverted writing and that was often used in cursing rituals i guess
0: i bet a crescent because yeah, a circle yeah. just wouldn't have been
1: i know the they, it would be hard to tell yeah cl- call it out as a moon mm. um and two other inverse names were later found uh etched at the cathedral so, so- people like used that place. Oh,
0: Curses is so messed up to me because it's like, you got to go somewhere real dark.
1: Yeah. To be
0: like, this whole family, to be like, like fuck off, fuck, fuck you all. Ever. I don't
1: care about your your individual
0: lives. Yeah. I hope they're all ruined forever. Also, this reminds me of the scariest place I've been, been saying a lot. When I went to Tommy's uh, graduation, <gasps> there was like that school chapel. Yeah. That was just a room. And it had like writing all over the walls. And most of it was like good things. But some of it was people being like, I'm having a really hard time. God, like, please help. And it's like, I don't even want to see this or be privy to this. This is private. But then one person had just written something that still makes me laugh, which is in giant block letters. I am 100% his flesh. Disgusting. Which is a gross thing. (laughs) I don't know. I hate that.
1: I am 100% his flesh. Wait, where did you see somebody wrote, like, come play with me or something?
0: Oh, that was when I was doing the reading at an abandoned church. It was like, Emily Wants to Play or something like that in the bathroom.
1: God, graffiti is
0: fucking sick. Yeah, I don't like it. Um,
1: All right, we've got the Nikisi Nikondi. Once again, I'm sorry about the pronunciations. (laughs) Uh, Within the Congo, people constructed small people-shaped vessels called Nikisi. These were created by a spiritual specialist called a Nganga. Sorry. Who would add items such as cloth and bells to them to help them build their spiritual power? A they vessel would, like how? Like um, I like I'm, like I'm picturing it as like a boat, basically. All right. All right. Um. So yeah, they would the uh, uh, the healers would be would use these things as a focal point to channel spirits within the vessel to perform healing. So they would like build this effigy, basically like, adorn it with, like, pretty things and then channel spirits into
0: it to use it to heal yeah. people. Yeah, I guess it could even be a vessel's just anything that holds anything else, so it could just be a box. That's true, but it would be people-shaped. Yeah, um, like, a, like a coffin would be. Oof. Oof. Yeah. Well, the Nikisi
1: had a sinister brother, the Nikisi Nekondi. Nekondi means hunter at night, and it cool. tips you off as to what its role in society was. A protector of the innocent and an icon of wrath against those who perform wrongdoing. Oh, man. If someone fell ill or had misfortune cross them, they would often uh, suspect the work of a witch within the community. So, to get revenge, the victim would approach a Nganga and ask for justice against the person they suspected. Um, the healer would then drive a nail into the Nikisi Nakandi's body, oh, which both no. activated the spirit within and gave it a general idea of what kind of suffering they wanted to inflict upon the witch.
0: Like a, like a
1: voodoo doll. Like a voodoo doll, doll basically. Um, so the spirit would take care of the rest. Um, but as well as driving out evil, Nikisi Nakandi could also be used to seal promises. When an oath was taken, the power of uh, the object was utilized by, once again, ramming a nail into it to activate Shit. the spirit. Um the added protection of the Nikisi Nikandi was that should someone break the oath sworn in the presence of the spirit, the spirit would bring vengeance upon the oath breaker. Wow. And now, just for fun, I'm gonna read you a list of a bunch of bad luck signs. Uh oh. Most of them you already know. A black cat walking under a ladder. I just don't believe that one. Number four. The numbers four and nine in what? Japanese culture. One of those also in Japanese my culture. Numbers. Which one? Four. Oh. It's a, it's a pleasant number. Yeah, I like it. Um, well, not in Japan. Fuck. Also in Japan, the number 43, because it literally can mean stillbirth. What? I suppose the phonetic-sounding word for 43 in Japanese must sound similar to the word yeah. for stillbirth. Fucked up. Um, the never the number 17 in Italian culture. I know about that one. Do you know why that one? I
0: don't know. Um, I was actually just reading about this, but... I don't actually know why, but conversely, the number 13 is good luck in Italian culture. Oh, in interesting. It, yeah.
1: Well, the number 13, also known as triskaidekaphobia, in, mm-hmm. you know, American
0: culture. Oh, wait, to add to that, in Italy, a lot of, like, hotels just won't have a 17th floor. Oh, Or, what? like, a room 17. Yeah. Wow. God, I wish I knew well, what it was. Yeah, we'll find out. Yeah. We'll, we'll do an addendum next time. Uh,
1: the number 666. I'm going to try and say this word. Hexacosiohexacontahexaphobia. We just cursed ourselves. Yeah. Was, did I say it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, failing to respond to a chain letter. That's my favorite
0: Hilarious.
1: One. I am cursed, cursed a thousand times crying over. crying as like a fifth grader because I got a chain letter <laughs> being like, and then she died because she didn't forward it. And I was like, yeah. I only know like four <laughs> people's emails. Um, tipping a salt shaker. Viewing yeah. one's Doppelganger. Yeah. Hanging a horseshoe with the ends pointing down. hmm Breaking a
0: mirror. Shoes on a table. This is one that I, I'm really psycho about. And yeah? my mom, too. Why? Yes. What is it? It's just... If I would even put, like, a new shoe box on a table, my mom would, like, swoop in and put it Whoa. down. Yeah, well, The Italians are very superstitious. Yeah. But also, with salt, if I even take... If I salt anything... I take a little in my hand and I throw it over my right shoulder. Dang. I'm a psycho. There's salt all over the place, <laughs> I'm sure. Delicious.
1: Um, opening an umbrella inside.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: On the Isle of Man, the mention of the word long tail referring to a rat. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but only on the Isle of Man, apparently. So we're going we're and good. just saying
0: long tail and getting back on the Any
1: long tails on a <laughs> uh, three on a match. Don't know what that means. The fuck? Maybe the number three on a match? I don't know. I don't know either. Uh, giving a clock as a gift in Chinese culture. Oh, no. As in Chinese, to give a clock has the same pronunciation as attending their funeral.
0: Whoa. Dark.
1: Saying the word Macbeth <laughs> inside a theater.
0: Yeah. As you know. I You know about the story of me doing that, right? I, I probably do. the When today, I yeah. was at Williamstown, oh, yeah, I said yeah. it, and then... All of the riggings that were up in the in the lights fell on my head, and it was just cloth. You Done. Did it now? But if that had been like my friend was like, I thought that that was a light, and you would have just died. If anything else oh had fallen God. from the ceiling I, on me, Jesus I would be dead. Christ. So I didn't believe, and now I fully believe yeah, you can't in that, that one. No, you can't do that. No, um, ravens,
1: crows, and magpies. <laughs> Ouija Kay. boards, obviously. Course. Thunderstorms. Feels unfair. Yeah. Um, Greek Orthodox priests in the streets. (laughs) Considered a bad open to see a Greek Orthodox priest walking in the street. They should
0: have an announcement before they leave the house. Here I am.
1: Superstitious people (laughs) whisper skorda, meaning garlic, under their breath. Um, And here are some of my favorite ones. (laughs) And I'm not making fun, I just really like these. In the Navajo culture, the following things are bad luck pointing at a rainbow. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> throwing rocks into the wind oh no a coyote crossing your path heading north <laughs> oh no and the least
0: controllable of all an owl flying over your house we're cursed so many times over how many times have you seen a rainbow like everyone around me look every time I've seen a rainbow yeah cause what are you supposed like, to do No one pre- everyone pretend like it's not there or just be like so you see that right wow Mm-hmm wow so
1: those that that was a little taste of some international curses for you. wow obviously didn't even scratch the surface but
0: um yeah. there's so many good curses some fun ones wow there's a lot of just like bad luck things too which I'm obsessed with yeah
1: I love I wish that I could do more of a deep dive on like the history of chain letters being bad luck, and I probably could, mm. but it doesn't feel very haunted. It's more just like an interesting anthropological.
0: I don't know. Thing, like a I wonder if there's thing. something to it, like if there was because the passing on of messages over time, mm-hmm. much like a candle and electricity, sure. was much different before telephones, the internet. Mm-hmm. I think if like a letter was lost it had horrible consequences sometimes oh yeah like especially if a letter you, that was like the
1: only way to like learn of somebody's death or yeah learn that they're getting married like you know very important life events like
0: wait for me cheryl right. <laughs> like or it's five years like, from now hey
1: um stop waiting for your husband to come home from war yeah and then if you didn't get that letter you just didn't know
0: yeah it's almost its own curse terrible. Yeah, I don't know, maybe there's something to it, or maybe it's just like a fun, spooky internet thing. I I don't know. I'll do a little looking. Please do. Um, do you have a tip for the lost internet? Um, my tip would, I guess, be never light three candles ever anywhere. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and if you have, like I have, which is a three-candle candelabra, (gasps) make sure that you have somewhere else something lit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Put one in the bathroom, put one in the kitchen, do something. Yeah, I mean... Put a tea candle somewhere.
1: Or just light two of them and keep the third unlit. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Be careful on the third day of Hanukkah.
1: Yeah. Well, anyway.
0: Night. You should, Hanukkah. You should, regardless. Yeah, regardless.
1: Um, That's a good tip. That's a yeah. really good tip. Thank you. What's mine, yours? Mine would, well, to kick it off, I'd like to say um, go to the sales section in Anthro. You can get really cheap candles mm-hmm. there. Um, also, sales section at, like, TJ Maxx, Marshall. Oh, my God. Um, you know, you can really get a cheap candle a lot of places.
0: I do want to say that no matter what you do, you should never buy a DW home, I think they're called, candle. Why? Because I hate them so much. At TJ Maxx, where sometimes I can find real steals and deals. Yep. wax sometimes I find there. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they have done this thing, DW home where they make their candles look like different brands of candles what? so you'll pick one up and be like this is clearly a a quality candle because it looks really like nice and oh no just a, it's this cheap ass candle company oh
1: that's annoying they're that
0: being imposters shit. yeah so they're really like really sneaky and mean yeah um their candles are shit and i'm coming out strong Drag against em. it Wow, good to know. Yeah, keep your um, eyes out. Keep your eyes peeled.
1: I I mean, I love a, pl- a classic prayer candle, too. Those guys oh, last yeah. a long they're time. Oh, yeah, they're and great. And they're great for doing
0: little rituals with. Big um, shout-out to enchantments as well. Oh, you know why I love it there. Mm-hmm, lots of prayer candles.
1: Um, I guess my other tip would be... um. Well, spit on every baby you see, mm-hmm. throw salt everywhere, um, Over your forward filter. every chain letter you get, or maybe mm-hmm. just steal letters from people's mailboxes and hoard them, keep them so that you don't get cursed. Yeah. Those three things, are. that's all it takes. It's a
0: pretty good tip.
1: Yeah. So. Um, so, everyone, please follow us on Instagram at yep. That's The Spirit Podcast. Send us
0: your emails, everybody. Yep, That's The Spirit we Podcast
1: them. at gmail.com.
0: Let us know if you got any spooky stuff coming yep. up that we can also do.
1: Yeah, at SpiritPod on Twitter. And um, come to our show at Caveat on the 18th. Yep. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you there, and we'll also see you in hell. We'll see you in hell. And we love you very much. Goodbye for now. Bye.